for joining us for She Boss today. We are tickled pink to be joined by one of our local She Boss, the young ladies here, Peyton Walker with Tennessee Valley Living. Every day at 11, WAFF, tune in. Weekdays. One of the best shows. We watch Shameless it all plug. the time. All the time. I know. Thank you so much for Thank you so today. much. I'm so honored. We're going to have a fun conversation, I, I know. know. So I'm so excited. Well, I love this so much because so many people get a chance to see you behind the camera and, and kind of doing all the questioning. Yeah. And you have such a great opportunity to highlight so many amazing people here. So we thought, why not kind of turn the tables a I know. Bit this is weird for me. I'm story. like, how do I sit? What's, what, what do I do? I know. I was like, what's your good side? Like, yeah. all good sides because <laughs> so, you get ready no, for that. So. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank so, you. So a lot better. of people get to see the stories that you tell, you know, on behalf of Tennessee Valley Living, but you have yeah. such an amazing story as well. So why don't you kind of give us a little bit of background on you and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, so I'm from Charlotte. Uh, I grew up there and uh, went to the same school, first through 12th grade. Love so that. shout out Charlotte Christian, go Knights. Um, <laughs> absolutely loved it. Had a really sweet uh, college preparatory experience. Um, but career-wise, you know, people always ask, when did you know what you wanted to do? And I actually uh, started out doing doing my school's broadcasting team uh, in high school and just did it for fun. And I, I say broadcasting team because it was kind of like school news but also like this SNL factor into it as well. Fun. So we would start out doing like announcements and lunch menu and happy birthday to so-and-so. And then the rest of the show was was skits with, with my friends, right? Oh, Which fun. was so fun. It, it aired on Fridays throughout the school. Um, and it was a class. It was kind of an extracurricular class that I took. And I didn't think much about it. You know, it was just like, I loved doing it, but it was an extracurricular. Um, at the time I thought I was gonna be a doctor, which LOL um, <laughs> at that plan. Um, but anyways, yeah, I was just doing it for fun. And I kind of had a lot of teachers say, you know, hey, it seemed in the hallway, you know, you know, knew me and it was a small school, but you know, had seen me on, on the show. And they said, um, have you thought about journalism, you know, kind of pursuing broadcasting. And I was always like, oh no, but like, thanks, it's fun. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a doctor, okay. Um, and I don't know, I just kind of kept having similar experiences like that over and over again. And I thought, you know, well, I love doing this and people say I'm kind of good at it. So maybe I should, I kind of look into it. And, you know, they say it's kind of where your, your passion meets your talent, kind of where that intersects might be yeah. something to look at, at um, you know, career wise. So. Sure enough, right from then and there, I decided to uh, go to school for broadcast journalism. I went to UNC Chapel Hill, so big Tar Heel. Uh, very much more into the basketball rivalry than I am the football, but I'm getting used to it that here in Alabama. But um, anyways, yeah, so I went to Chapel Hill. Uh, and interestingly enough, um, again, started out majoring in broadcast journalism right away. I started out, though, doing sports uh, oh, in school, okay. which another LOL, because um, when Are I you tell you, I'll, coordinated oh, oh I, I play no sports at all, okay. at all. As tall as I am, people are always like, basketball or volleyball? And I'm like, I did cheerleading and musical theater, so thank you. Um, but yeah, God uh, wasted um, my height uh, on me because um, I have no athletic bone in my body. But started out covering sports, which was just such a joke because, again, I, I, I cheered in high school. And um, when I told people, I was, our, I was our football and basketball rep. So I covered all of our football and basketball games, uh, You know, did coverage down on the sidelines or courtside, did post-game, player interviews, coach interviews, press conferences, all that. And when I tell you I was a cheerleader in high school, I did not know whether to call offensive or defensive cheers. Like, that's how bad I was. And I remember telling my high school friends, like, oh, I'm our basketball and football reporter. And they were like, 
Huh? And I was like, yeah, no. So I went to Barnes and Noble. I bought Football for Dummies. Um, true. I legit bought Football for Dummies, and I read it. And um, yeah, so started doing sports, which was so fun. I mean, if you know Carolina, you know just yeah. how fun we are. Um, you know, it's especially in regards to sports. So really great environment. As I got kind of more into my junior and senior year, I was kind of like. I probably need to look at news a little a little bit more because um, I didn't think I knew enough uh, sports-wise to really pursue that uh, as a career. And I didn't want to live in Bristol, Connecticut, yeah. which is where ESPN is based. So looked at a little bit more news. And then upon graduation, uh, I really, really, really wanted an anchor position. Mm -hmm. um, and if you know anything about this industry, you get told like you ain't gonna get an anchor position right out of school. You know, like you gotta uh -huh. you gotta be a reporter first. You, you have to work the terrible hours, right? Yeah. You have to pay your dues. Like you're gonna be covering the snow at three in the morning. Like that that's gonna be your life, right? And I was like, mm, okay. I had professors tell me you're not gonna get an anchor position. Like just be prepared. You are not getting one. And I was like, okay. But I sent out a reel. We had a talent recruiter come to the school, and I said, look, I want an anchor position, and I want to stay southeastern. And he was like okay, like, we'll see what happens. And I sent out my tape and sure enough, I had a few stations call, um, some for full-time anchor positions, but they were in cities I didn't really want to live in. Huntsville called and they said, we'll make you the weekend anchor and you'll report three days a week. And I said, okay. Um, Cause I was a city that I, I was excited about coming to. Yeah. I had heard a little bit about it. It was relatively close being from Charlotte. I mean, it's yeah. seven hours away, farther than what my family would have wanted as an only child and only grandchild that I am. But um, yeah, moved right here and been here ever since for three years. It's been such a blessing. So you were able to start with WAFF yes. as an on-air anchor mm -hmm. right out of school. Yeah. That's so unheard of. Yeah, it was it was pretty unprecedented. Um, my, my professors were, were really, you know, excited and my family was excited and I started out uh, again weekend anchor reporting three, three days a week. Um, I was doing the morning shift though, which was not ideal. The so morning I was working. Shift is like, it's 3 a.m. to hard. noon. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. it's hard. I was Wednesday through Sunday, um, so I was working terrible hours, and I was covering, uh, you know, crime and hard news and things I didn't mm -hmm. love. I've always been a happy, fun, yeah. sweet news say, person. That would, that would be really hard. It was hard. Yeah. It was really hard. Yeah. I mean, the things that you know I had to see, and, and some people, you know, they love being in the heat of the action. They yeah. love, you know, getting all the details, being in the courtroom. I would be in the courtroom, and I'd be like, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. Like. Right. So sad but number you get one. Yeah, yeah, I get so emotionally yeah. tied, and just things really weigh on me. You know, sometimes people can hear a story and it just, yeah. you know, they're like, okay, that was my job for the day, and I'll go home and I'll think about it, and I'll be like, I can't believe this happened. You know, things, yeah. things like that, and so. All that to be said, I was covering, was still kind of doing that, paying paying my dues, you know, like you said. And then one day, um, my boss called, and she said, "We're getting a lifestyle show." We didn't have one. Uh, she said, "We're getting a lifestyle show. It's going to be fun, lighthearted, restaurants to check out, family events, concerts, celebrities. It'll be yeah. Monday through Friday, and we want you to host it." And I was like. Won't the good Lord do it? I mean, this is just, I was like, what? I mean, I was so, yeah. so shocked. People actually thought this lifestyle show was my idea. Like they thought that um, I fought for it. I was like, we need lifestyle. Yeah. I did not. Like I was just doing my job wow. and my boss called, said, we're getting lifestyle. We want you to host it. Yeah. And I was like, praise the Lord. I was so, so excited and so honored. And, um, you know, yeah, to your, you know, to your point in terms of like, so unprecedented. I, rem I remember I called my daddy and I said, um, I'm going to be the host of this lifestyle show, which was Monday through Friday. I'd work eight to five, by the way, which previously, as I said, yeah. I was working Wednesday through Sunday, 3 a.m. to noon. <clears throat> so when I had this new, you know, weekday, you know, 11 a.m. hour lifestyle show, um, I called my parents and my daddy was like, do they, 
do they know you're 23? Like, do they know? Like, do they know that, or do they think you graduated before <laughs> you, you give did? Give them a fake ID. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, I'm assuming they know. I literally was like, maybe. Wait, do they know? Because yeah, no, this was my though. first stop. Yeah. It was my first stop here in Huntsville. I was a year and a half in, um, you know, being an anchor on the weekends, and then you know, again, the Lord just blessed me with weekday lifestyle show, doing what I love, and now it's just yeah, fun it's off, and sweet and news and celebrities and just yeah. fun, cool stuff that I just I love and, and I'm so grateful for. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. So I don't know that um, I knew that. I thought maybe you were kind of behind the idea. But yeah. Well, yeah. You knew it though. You you what you put out you know, you get back. So, I mean, obviously you brought a lot of great talent to the station and maybe they recognize that, hey, this would actually make a great fit yeah. at the time. So, so tell us a little about sort of how things came to be with Tennessee Valley Living because, I mean, WAFF is doing something with the show and you guys are doing something with the show that nobody else is doing here. So yeah. talk, to, talk to us a little bit about like what the role you guys have in the yeah. community and what, what sort of stories you get a chance to Yeah. Tell. So, I mean, it was really fun because again, this, it hadn't been done at our station, hadn't been done in the market. I mean, yeah. like you said, that we don't have any other live style shows in any of our competitor stations. So it was really just kind of this blank canvas. And, um, you know, it, so it was exciting to think about what's it going to look like and kind of overwhelming, like, what are, what are we doing? You know, yeah. I mean, I was all for it, but it was, it was really just, um, again, just this blank page. And so, and when um, did you say it started? You said three, we started January of 2021. Oh my so goodness. it's really only yeah. It'll be Holy our two cow. year. It'll be our two years in January, which is so crazy. Um, I feel like it's been around longer than that. Oh, thank you. It? Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, it's, like in it's, the best way. Yeah, like, it's it's yeah. been crazy. I mean, yeah, stuff that I think about now wow. and being like, yeah, it's it's only two years old, which is it's just so great. And the community's been so supportive. I mean, I'll I'll tell people, you know, whenever they stop me in the grocery store or whatever, I think sometimes yeah. they think like, do we say, do we talk to her? <laughs> yes, please say so. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm so glad you love it. Thank you so much. I mean, it's never ever a bother. I love that people love it, and it's just been so. Yeah. sweet to see how it's taken off but um yeah so we we knew it was going to be an hour long it was going to be weekdays and um we kind of try to have a we focus on local right local yeah. businesses and and local leaders but also some national headlines i mean you know celebrity news and and things of that nature and um consumer news and new oreo flavors to try out and what things are hitting the shelves and things yeah. like that but um but we really focused on the local and, and business leaders or just heart heartwarming stories of yeah. you know friendships that have that you wouldn't have thought or this kid made the basketball team and, yeah. and here's why yeah. that's you know special and sweet so um, so yeah it's just it's it's really great really again local and Huntsville is such a, a great community to start that yeah. in all of North Alabama really but it is. it's been really great to highlight that so I want to talk a little bit more about the show and some of the ideas that you guys come up with in a second but talk a little bit about being a woman in broadcast journalism because yeah. you've had your fair share of challenges I would imagine getting to this point being yeah. told that you'll you won't get an anchor job right out of school and things of that nature yeah. so just kind of talk about the journey a little bit and maybe for anybody who um, has interest in going into broadcast journalism maybe what some advice would be to yeah them. Um, I would say you know initially just getting to know people right I'm a firm yeah. believer that every single person has a story I think that's one of the biggest challenges as a journalist and you know yeah. that reporters face is like oh, there ain't, ain't nothing going on today like I, I don't have a yeah. story and I'm like Everybody has a story. I mean, right. the lady working at Publix has a story. You know, it might not initially seem like that, but she does because every person is, you know, uniquely and wonderfully made, right? They have a story to tell, and it's our job to get to meet them and, and find out what that is. So, um, yeah, just that just comes with talking to people. I think sometimes people think I'm weird because I'm the first one to be like, hey, how's it going? People are like, why is she <laughs> why is she speaking to me? And I'm like, why would I not? Like, you're standing right here, you know? Yeah. So, um, but all that to be said, yeah, getting to know people. And, uh, you know, as far as my personal journey, um, I will say I did, I worked really, really hard on the front end, um, mm -hmm. which not to say that you can't find your dream later in life, but um, I look back at my high school career and be like, 
girl, you were crazy. Like, I mean, when I tell you, I was class president and French club this and student ambassador and like AP. Oh yeah, yeah, I was I, I, I was that girl. Like, you yeah. know, and I look back being like, oh, sweetie girl. Um, but, you know, I, I really think I put in that kind of work on the front end in high school to where I got to college. I thought college was easy, which yeah. was such a blessing because I know a lot of people say, you know, it was hard, but I put in so, so much work that I thought, you know, college was kind of a breeze. And then, you know, even now, you know, my job is fun and I'm, I'm so blessed and so grateful because I certainly know that's not everybody's journey. Um, but yeah, putting the work on the front end and, and just, like I said, getting to know people um, because everybody, everybody's got something to tell and I'm, I'm honored when I get to, yeah. to learn people's stories. So how, what would you say is, do you have like a knack or something that you do to kind of pull something out of someone that maybe would be more difficult? Because sometimes it's hard yeah. to get people to talk and open It up is. Things, well, so. I'd say first and foremost, don't ask yes or no questions. That's just, that's just, yeah, yeah, you need to say, and how did you do that? And why? And how does this make you feel? Don't be like, so, do you like the new Oreo flavor? Yeah. The, the worst is with kids, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, are you excited to be here tonight? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like, excellent. Um, okay, you know, right. so so yeah, be hard. yeah. Roll, roll out the yes or no questions. Um, I think though, if anything, uh, just doing your best to have a personality, make them feel comfortable, and yeah. you know, just be like, hey, you know, just like I mean, like you and I sat down, and you were like, just look at me, like we're just going to talk. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know, we just sit and talk, and I think that's so big, and just um, you know, if, if you be yourself people are more inclined to be themselves, right? right like you right. kind of create an atmosphere um, for, for how people are gonna respond. I mean, I experienced that on the show. Uh, you know, we yeah. sit the guests down during the commercial break and I can either tell like this is gonna be great or like she's gonna be stressed, yeah. which is fine. I mean, right. it's live yeah. TV, so I get it. But I'm like, sis, hey, like mm -hmm. just pretend like we're on the couch, you know, in the yeah. living room just talking. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I do think, you know, whatever kind of demeanor you can dictate for yourself, that yeah. certainly translates well to other people as well. Yeah, so tell me about a time when maybe you had a guest on that and don't give me the name of course oh of sure <laughs> but like person, a yeah, nightmare no. experience like I would love to hear about like an experience that you guys have had whether it be live or not yeah that was a total nightmare Good yeah lesson learned maybe and moving forward don't do X or don't do right you know and then also too I'd love to hear about some of the stories that you've had a chance to tell that blew your mind yeah touched you in a place that completely sure. transformed um so I'm trying to think as far as like interesting guest interviews if it's funny, we get some people, you know, we'll wrap up a conversation and then they'll say, was that, was that live? And I'm like, sir, yes. Like we, we literally told you in the email in bold. It is so funny. As many emails as you'll send, people do not read their emails. Right. Read your emails. Uh, like uh, that is my message here. Read your emails because we will say, hello, this will be an in-studio, all caps, live interview. Right. Please come prepare. You're like, oh, or, I'm just right? And they'll just be like, okay, like, so, and I'm like, what, you know? So that's always interesting. Um, or, you know, I mean, people will say, oh, we did an interview one time, and I said, so, you know, tell us about this great event. And she just said, um, well, I sent you I sent you an email about it. Did you get it? And I'm like, ma'am, I got the I got the information, but our viewers probably need the, you know, so, but she yeah. was sweet. It, it's always funny, and I think, if anything, it just, you know, it keeps you on your toes as, as right. an interviewer, of just, like, roll with the punches and, and yeah. make light of things and just have fun. I mean, even if somebody does say something, um, you know, again, I think the ultimate goal is helping them feel comfortable. I think viewers, laugh. I mean, I, as a viewer, whenever I see something on yeah. the network, if the situation happens, I'm like, oh, LOL, yeah. you know, yeah. like, because it happens. It's life. Um, it's live TV. I think I've kind of personally taken this motto. I told myself that I was going to live live, right? Like yeah. live live. Like it, this isn't pre-recorded. This I isn't like a constant rehearse. Like yeah. it's just like you make a mistake. Like okay, there's no cut and edit and do it again. It's 
you, you've got to live long. Right. You've got to keep going, and tomorrow will be better, hopefully. If not, maybe yeah. the next day, you know, and yeah. just live every day as it is. So yeah. um, guests are sweet and, and great, and it's always a fun experience. As far as like big, wow, standout moments, Dolly Parton was probably I was gonna the, ask the icon of, of my career. Yeah. I honestly sat there and I was like, I'm done here. I can retire. <laughs> like, I don't have anything else to do. Um, so, so great. Uh, so tell us about that. How did that come about? Oh my goodness. How, how did you land that opportunity? Yeah, well, I really have to shout out um, one of our TVL <laughs> show producers, Anna. She had built up a really great rapport um, with just one of the team members there. We had done a lot previously on um, Dollywood spring break and Dollywood Christmas and this, this and that. And we had always done interviews with a Dollywood rep, um, you know, promoting the theme park. And so based on that rapport, um, we had a representative reach out and say, hey, Dolly's gonna be here for a big, I think it was a spring break reveal at, at that point, it was in March. Um, she's gonna be here for a big, you know, Dollywood's open for spring break. We're only inviting a few stations to come. We'd be honored if you came up from Huntsville. And we were like, yes, we'll be there. So it was so exciting. Um, us Girl, we were just so in the, shock. Yeah, over the um, and I yeah. wouldn't even know what to say. Oh, literally, yeah. I was like, what do I even, like, <laughs> what? I literally remember, I think I actually sat down. I'm actually almost positive. I can watch the tape back, but I think I sat down and I t told her, I was like, I don't, you know, what do you ask an icon, right, in seven minutes? And I said, yeah. but I thought about it and I had researched some questions, but it, it was so crazy because That's I literally hard, was though. like, and I, that was yeah. another thing too. I had been told we have seven minutes. Oh my goodness. Seven yeah. minutes. Each station got seven minutes and you know, that's always kind of a, a hard ballpark to be in because you never know, like, how long she's going to talk for any guest. Right, you know, like, I don't right. know if she's going to take four minutes on the first answer, and then I had to adjust yes. my questions. So I had kind of a, I think I had, like, a plan A and a plan B. Like, if she talks long, I'll go with this. If she doesn't talk long enough, I'll ask these questions and kind of had different maps and whatever rooted out. But, you know, at that same time, sat down. She's so great, so yeah. sweet, and you know she's an interviewer too. So she's yeah, so she's got well. it. Yeah, and oh, I was so, I'll say too, her staff was how so amazing. incredible. I think that yeah. speaks a lot to an artist too when they yeah. have a really great yeah. team. You know, we walked in and they could have easily been like, sit here, seven minutes, time go, and right. they were like, sit down, we'll adjust your shot. You know, do you need some water? You know, I think took our photo. You know, they were just yeah. really, really kind team to work with. Um, and we sang Jolene together at the end. When we wrapped up, I was like, can no. we sing Jolene? And she just goes Jolene and just started it, and I just started it, and everybody. Was like, what is happening? But it was so fun, and so now I'm like, I've I've sang Jolene with Dolly Parton. It's fine, but I, you, it's, not a lot it was of people so crazy. can say that. that yeah, is pretty it was amazing. such an incredible experience for sure. I bet. Okay, yeah. so who other would you say is up there hmm. as far as like interviews that were just? Yeah, um, we spoke with Walker Hayes. He was really fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I made a TikTok and watched. I feel like I kind of have this bucket list almost now at this point. Like, sing Jolene with Dolly Parton. Okay, make a TikTok <laughs> with Walker Hayes. Great. Okay, you know, like I'm like trying to. <laughs> Think yes. of all these fun celebrity interactions we can have. Walker Hayes is really fun. Um, Thomas Rhett, we spoke with him. He was great. Uh, Keenan Thompson was like one of our very first oh, celebrity fun. interviews. So sweet, yeah, from SNL, and so he was great. So, yeah. Oh, Candace Cameron Bure. Oh, love fun. her. Absolutely yeah. love her. She is so, so great. We interviewed her ahead of um, a Christmas Hallmark movie, of all things, right? So, oh, of course, she's yes. the of Christmas, so chatted with her and, um, you know, also spoke a lot, too, just about her faith. She's really passionate um, about living her life for Jesus, even in Hollywood, which yeah. I think is, is really rare. And she had also written a really beautiful Christmas devotional at that time, so we chatted about that. And mm -hmm. I remember she posted it on her Instagram story, and I was like, 
oh my goodness. I had people who just followed Candace Cameron being like, you're on Candace Cameron's Instagram. And I was like, oh my goodness, so excited. I found yes. out on a Saturday morning and called our producer, Anna. Um, but she was really that great too. Great. So yeah. yeah, a few highlights. Yeah, that just, be... they're all great, honestly. Yeah. So. so who, do you have anybody on your bucket list to come on like, oh man, if we could land? Well, when I tell you um, in high school, they didn't call me Peyton Walker, the Bieber stalker for nothing, okay? Um, I, I was very much obsessed with Justin. I think now if I, I don't even know if I could do it. If, if Anna looked at me and was like, we've booked Justin Bieber for next week, I think I'd be like, I, There's we there. gotta get somebody. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, I will say like, my obsession's gotten better as I've gotten older. I mean, he's still great. I'm not as into it as what I was when I was 13. So, is it um, official though, do you have? Fever. The Bieber fever. Oh yeah, I believe purple. I'm 1,000 percent. Yeah. So I, when, like I said, when I was 12, 13, I, yeah. I was very much into it. Now I'm like, okay, he's. You're he's, like, yeah, he's sure. Great. Yeah, right. It's it's fine. I'm totally normal. <laughs> totally normal. Okay. It's just um, a different level of yeah, fever, it's, right? Yeah. It's it's different now. So I'm like, okay, but yeah, when I was when I was 12, it was it was. It was a lot. I get it. I get it. That's hysterical. There's yeah. probably some. There's there's a lot of people who still have the Bieber. Yeah, for sure. Oh, very it's much just so. in a different way now. The little bit older. Yeah, you know, yeah. They like, might not want to come out and say. It. I actually, um, right. when I when I was in high school, that SNL team I was on, I made a video just about like how obsessed I. I had just gone to his concert, and I made a video. Um, you know, talking about my experience and just how great it was. And it kind of went viral, like in Charlotte. I remember I pulled up to a Chick-fil-A and this girl hands me my milkshake and she goes, are you that Bieber girl that's on that's oh on YouTube? God. And I was like, yes. Um, I would go to other <laughs> school. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, that's me. You Probably. want me to sign a napkin or something? That's that's me. Um, I'm Peyton Walker, the Bieber stalker. Um, but yeah, and I, I'd go to other school when I was cheerleading. Oh I would go to other schools and kids at other schools would be like, are you Peyton Walker, the Bieber stalker? And I was like, yes. So that's good times, so Justin. If you ever see this, hey, I'm, I'm <laughs> so. sure he watches. He'll, he'll, he definitely does. <laughs> I'm sure definitely he'll get that so. message. You know, we'll do everything we can to make yeah, sure he we'll gets tweet at him and, and all the things, so great, great. <laughs> that makes me laugh. I yeah. love it though. So, are you into Taylor Swift? I gotta ask. Are you, are you a Swifty? Yeah, or? I'm not. Again, not as Justin was really the yeah okay. the biggest. I mean, other other celebrities. I'm like fine. You know, I'm not yeah. I'm not a huge huge Swifty, but I mean, she's great. Taylor, hey, you yeah. know. I mean, if Justin watches it, I'm sure Taylor's gonna see this oh, eventually for sure. too. So. She definitely watches. Hey, it. girl, yeah. you're great. I know she she cannot see, but we have a, a running list of you know which album. Or which song on the list, the latest album was the best. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, she's I going mean, on that tour, the whole oh, yes. revival tour. Everybody of is well aware. Yeah, I'm sure our, the so. internet will break down. It's yeah. Friday? Is that when they go sure. on sale? Yeah, right, pre sale. Right. Yeah, we'll fact check. It's going to be huge. Yeah. yeah. So, but she's not coming to Orion. So you know. I know. I think that. Atlanta and, and Nashville. Though, in Nashville. I think. Yeah. So. She'll, get, she'll get close. Yeah. So a fun fact: not a lot of people know that you are a former beauty queen. <gasps> yes. And spent your adolescent years kind of doing doing some pageants. So tell yeah. us all about that. And and honestly. Um, I think that sometimes pageants can get a bad rap, yeah, which is not do. the case. We were talking about this before, and I completely agree with you. They help to really build confidence and leadership skills yeah. and public speaking skills. Absolutely. So talk a little bit about just that um, influence on your on your top. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm so, so grateful for my experience. My mother had done pageants as well in and around that age. I didn't do them until I was about 14, 15, so kind of a you know teenager. I didn't a do like the, the toddler. Okay. Yeah, I didn't do the toddler experiences or anything like that, but it kind of that 14, 15, age, which is, is so pivotal um, because like you said, I mean, it's it's an age where we are learning more about public speaking and, and mm -hmm. things of that nature. So um, I remember I, I started my very first pageant and I remember 
whatever, everybody was saying like, you ain't gonna win. Same, same thing, like you're not gonna be yeah. a news anchor, you're not gonna win your first pageant, yeah. um, you know, right out of the gate. And I was competing actually against a girl who had gotten first runner up at Miss North Carolina previously. So it was kind of this big, like, she's gonna win. That's a big deal, you know, yeah, like, lower she's your gonna win. Like, don't, you know, you can always do another, but it's yeah. okay. And um, I, I won my, that first one. And I remember everyone was like, who is this? You know how Facebook yeah. was, I mean, it was like 2012. Yeah. Facebook was really popping. People were all like, who is this, you know, new girl, whatever. Um, so it was, that was a sweet experience. But it was so, so great, you know, my time throughout the program, because like you said, you, you know, you really do get to learn how to carry yourself, how to, how to answer. Yeah. I mean, I was getting asked, intense onstage questions at 14, you know, yeah. how would you handle this situation at your school and why? And, yeah. um, you know, and, and just learning how to, to speak well and in front of audiences, I think it's so crucial um, and, and so beneficial, you know, for girls, especially at that age. And mm -hmm. um, philanthropy is a big part of it. I mean, I was volunteering at yeah. children's hospitals and, um, you know, doing parades downtown and things like that, which was also so fun. And, and, and it's a scholarship program. Many yeah. people don't realize that the Miss America organization uh, is the biggest scholarship provider, you know, for, for women. Um, so, awesome. you know, really grateful in that regard. But yeah, again, it's yeah. just such an, an experience. You know, an interview. You know, I, you know, little eighth grader me being yeah, interviewed by six adults, yeah. and you know, yeah. name female candidates that could become president. You know, if you, yeah. you didn't know your stuff too, it was oh, like yeah. oh sis. You know, you gotta, you yeah. had to be up on current events. So it's just, it really does a great job, I think, of creating a well-rounded version yeah. of yourself. Um, you know, not to force you to be anything <clears throat> by any means, but it's it's just a learning experience. I think everybody right. can benefit from um, speaking in public settings and, and being aware of current issues and having a cause that you're passionate about. I had yeah. my own you know, philanthropic cause that I did a lot of work for, so really, really great. I'm super yeah. grateful. So I was curious about that because one of the things that you um, were passionate about that you talked about was a pediatric brain cancer, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So did, do you have personal experience with that? So or one of my, yeah, yeah. So one of my close childhood friends ended up passing away from diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma, which is a, a tumor on the brain stem. It's completely inoperable. Um, yeah. it's, it's incredibly rare, but if you, if you get diagnosed, it's, you don't survive. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I just watched her go through that experience and our families had been so close. We were church friends. Um, I was kind of her, kind of her babysitter. I was 12 and she was seven. So um, had yes. kind of been her, her, you know, pseudo babysitter for a little while. And just, um, we just watched their family go through that. And it was, you know, so, um, I can't even think of the word. I mean, it's, it's traumatic in so many ways, but the way that her family clung to their faith and, and clung to Jesus was inspiring to us. And so mm -hmm. um, after that, you know, I, I really got really involved in that mission because yeah. there is no cure. There's still no cure. Um, yeah. Cause again, just based on where it is, you just can't operate on that part of the brain. But um, we can do all we can to raise money for research and, yeah. and be supportive for their families and, yeah. and hopefully help it one day. So. Yeah. And there's a lot that, that can, you know, that effort can help just in helping them be comfortable during that time yeah. too. You know? Yeah. Um, that was one of the things, um, Sierra Elledge was on here, did she, she boss a couple of months ago okay. and she's very passionate about women's, you know, gynecological cancers and ovarian cancer and things yeah. like that. And so it's amazing that you can pick something like that as a platform yeah. when you're doing pageants and, and the philanthropic aspect, as you mentioned, as well as the scholarship aspect is yeah. huge. And so. yeah, like I said, you know, at such a young age too, I yeah. mean, it was so, it was so pivotal and, and really made me part of the person I am. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? That's great awareness for you to get at that young age. Yeah. It's devastating to go through as a friend yeah. and especially someone that you cared for. But I think at a young age, going through things like that really opens your eyes Absolutely. to understanding how 
critical life is and yeah. how important it's the small things, yeah, you know, so that true. make a difference. So, so Tennessee Valley Living, you've done an amazing job with this show. As we've mentioned before, um, you know, you and WAFF, you guys have you know, definitely brought this spotlight onto local community that yeah. nobody else is really doing. And, yeah. you know, we work with a lot of different clients and, um, you know, some of them understand how critical and important, you know, local TV is. What you mm -hmm. guys are doing is just amazing. So um, I love it. So, I mean, it's it's one of these things where you're able to show the untold stories of our communities that yeah. not a lot of people get a chance to see. So mm -hmm. um, what's kind of coming down the pipeline with Tennessee Valley Living? Anything in particular that you're super excited about? Oh my goodness. So every day is so just fun and creative and yeah. and and sometimes we just have to roll with the punches last minute I think sometimes more yeah. than what people realize but it, it is live TV and sure <laughs> enough people do call in and say uh, you know I'm sick or this isn't that somebody yeah. called and said um, I just had a grandbaby at the hospital and I'm not gonna make it and I was like yeah. you go on you know yeah. so um, we really just kind of have to you know a lot of a lot of it is pre-planned whatever extent it can but at the same time live is live and, and we just have yeah. to roll with it you know whether that's you know NBC breaking in for a special report we just have to roll with the punches but as far as what is coming up oh my goodness it's 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 always so fun I mean yeah. like I said I know you know don't know when this is gonna air but um, I do a Christmas pajama party every uh, year which I'm super excited about where I wear my pajamas on set because why not, why um, not? and we encourage you know y'all to send in your pictures of you tuning in in your Christmas pajamas so yeah. that's always fun um, we'll be celebrating our two-year anniversary in January fun. which is so crazy it's like our, our little project baby is turning yeah, two and we're so excited so yeah, yeah so it's it's been really great we did a really fun one-year anniversary special last year but um can't believe it's it's been yeah. you know two years some sometimes I'm like I can't believe it's only two years and I'm like I also can't believe it's already two years yeah. like it's kind of these two different perspective perspectives of, of time flies but also like look how much we've gotten to do and, and see and experience just in that short time and being able to show again all of these stories of the community that maybe not a lot of people get a chance to see right so yeah. who, who is ideal for Tennessee Valley living like what are some of the ideal segments that you guys really want to make that show all about yeah I think a lot of it is local business Businesses. I think anytime there's an entrepreneur who's like, I had this idea and I'm bringing it to the community that, you know, people really love that and get inspired by that. Um, we have on that kind of same idea, you know, local musicians, people, you know, putting out new content um, into the world from that end. We do products. Also, though, people just like with real life stories, right? I mean, we spoke with one woman who had um, been in a terrible car accident, had a brain injury and was in a coma for goodness I forget how long and oh now gosh. she's a school teacher and teaches kids about you know and the chance that you experience hardship in this life here's how we can overcome it together and so mm -hmm. yeah people with just real life um, you know people that you know encourage people in a really unique way we have one girl Caitlin Chapel Rogers who I'll shout out she uh, um, kind of started out in the news industry and now she's really built up a really great social media platform but she is all about keeping it real and being yeah. like let me tell you what my kid did today and here's yeah. why you know and so I think we that's really another part of what we try to do is be real be authentic I try to do that and you know my presentation skills because I think news anchors get this very like this just in tonight this is happening and it's like <laughs> no one talks no one talks like that I'm like no no so I really try to be like hey good morning like here's yeah. what's going on like yeah. just just sit on the couch and have our coffee together you know like I, trying I see to be women real who do that like they, they flip-flop and they'll do a TikTok right. about like their kids that's right so I'm sitting here with men for the she boss interview it's like why why did we all of a sudden what's you know, in our nose like, i was gonna ask you that like is that a thing like, yeah it is but people, i don't know why like i, I will yeah. watch other even like sometimes at a network level like, like and i'm not trying to diss way. anybody specifically yeah. but i'm just like 
no one speaks like that. So why? I don't know why we just assume that that's like a natural way to talk on air. But so I've yeah, I've wondered that if yeah. that was like you need to sound more unlike a real person. Yeah, but, no, I'm like know, whoever right. told you that. No, wrong. I greatly like, appreciate the fact that you are you. Thank I think you. That's what, the, that's what our community is falling. Yeah, with well, I try. You know. I mean, to be fair, like I really. I really don't know how to be any other way. I mean, sometimes people, our, our staff said that they sometimes get asked, like, is she really, like, the way that she is, like, behind the scenes? They're yeah. like, yes. <laughs> like, she knows no other way. I mean, I am just, I'll say whatever, you know, yeah. I'm funny and silly. Sometimes people are like, please stop. Like, do you know, to whatever extent, you know, that looks like. But it's it's fun. I just try to be real. And because I really do view it at. One thing I will say, I think sometimes people don't realize, is the studio is just, um, it's just me in there. Like, we don't have crew or anybody all of our cameras are robots now so really? it's literally just me looking into this lens and i i just kind of view it as like i'm just talking to i'm just talking to you like yeah. we are just hanging out and, and i'm like hey did you hear you know i it's always funny to see even to like sometimes the way reporters will write stories and it'll be like police wrangled the reptile on the interstate and i'm like uh-uh <laughs> Cops found this gator on the street, and it was whack. Let me tell you what. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, you just need to have a newscast that's not so newsy. Exactly, because right. I really do think, like, if we were sitting over coffee, do you think I would say officers wrangled the seven-foot reptile? On, or I'd be like, girl, did you hear? There was this alligator on so 565. Yeah. It was insane. So you like, need the newscast without the news Correct. Like, like just tell it how yeah. you would. Like, if yeah. you wouldn't say it that way to your friend, right. like, why? Are you saying it that way yeah. to all your viewers who are fr like your friends you know you yeah. just you wouldn't so yeah. I think and that's a little bit of a different avenue I think that TBL is taking because it is it. lifestyle it is fun right. we can't you know joke or whatever that looks like it's a little yeah. bit more relaxed because I think like that's what people they want to feel like we're yes. friends and we're just hanging out right right we are Right. If, if you're telling me a story, I'm going to be like, that's not a story for me. I don't yeah. Know why. Like, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to be able to relate. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You got to live life. Live life. Live girl. life. Exactly. You heard it here first. <laughs> I know. This Justin. And this Justin. Live life exactly. and don't sound like someone exactly. else. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Peyton, thank you so much. Thank I know. You. So, Peyton, you can see her, Tennessee Valley Living, a phenomenal Shameless show. Plug. <laughs> yeah. I know. But um, She Boss is a huge fan of what you guys are doing are and a huge sweet. fan of WA. AFF too. Yeah. I mean, they're one of the staples here in our community doing great things. So Thank their entire you. team's amazing. So support local TV, of course, if nothing else, make sure you tune in to Tennessee Valley. Oh my goodness, y'all are so sweet. Yeah. We love y'all. We love <laughs> Shibas and all that Flourish does. You've cultivated just such a great agency here and we're Thank honored you. to be a part. Thank, Thank you, you so much. <laughs>